So, today we are going to have a interesting discussion. A discussion about appearances. Have you ever walked into a room or a restaurant or has anybody ever come up to you and say, my gosh, you look like somebody I know. It happens more often than you think in the world very, very strange moment in time when you meet a stranger who thinks they know you. Yes, that exact moment when someone goes, I saw someone who looked exactly like you before. Typically, this is someone who looks like you but doesn't exactly have the same total look as you, but could pass as your double. Whereas we're going to be talking about doppelgangers. So what is a doppelganger? Well, the term doppelganger is a German term that literally means double walker or double goer. In supernatural lore, they are said to be non-biological duplicates of living people. They aren't someone who simply looks like another human being. They are duplicates. That's crazy, isn't it? Seems improbable. But some believe the doppelgangers are actually the copy of yourself that share your memories, traits, and physical characteristics. If someone you know sees your doppelganger, they will probably swear they saw you, despite the fact that you weren't even there. Traditionally, doppelgangers have been seen as evil or sinister, like an evil version of you. In fact, seeing your own double is said to be bad or even deadly as they're known to be an omen of misfortune, or even in some cases, death. 
doppelgangers aren't to be confused with bilocation, which is the psychic ability to project yourself to a second location, very like astral projection, but physical. That's not the case. The idea of literally being in two places at once. Some people might think that'd be a great idea. I guess it depends on who you are and what you do. But let's look a little bit into the history of doppelgangers. German lore distinguishes a doppelganger from a ghost or spirit, describing it as a wraith or the apparition of a living person. Now a wraith, for some of us who are unfamiliar, is found in Scottish folklore and is the spirit of a person who has either just died or is on the edge of life and death. This would explain why doppelgangers are said to be omens of imminent death. Now this idea first became popular in horror literature, appearing in novels such as The Double, an 1846 novel by famed writer Dostoevsky, where a man is driven to madness by poverty and unrequented love beholds his own wraith, who succeeds in everything in which he has failed. However, the actual term was introduced by German author Jean-Paul in his 1796 novel Seibengas, which tells the story of a character exchanging identities with his friend and look-alike. Now, don't think the Germans were the only ones that believed in doppelgangers. They were not. Stories of doppelgangers date back to ancient myth and legend. The theme of the evil twin or haunting ghost replicant having featured numerous times in literature and art, depicting the innate fascination with the concept, whether real or imaginary. The concept of good and evil twin is noted as far back as the 5th century BC in the Iranian religion called Zoroastrianism. The two primal spirits were the sons of time and represented darkness and light. Now the ancient Egyptians believed in the existence of Ka, or spirit double. The spirit twin allegedly had the same memories as the original individual. In the Egyptian version of the Trojan War story, a spirit double was sent instead of the actual Helen of Troy. But Ka was such a perfect replication of Helen that it fooled everyone and the war was averted. Now Native American myth also incorporates twins, the Hopi twins, in their cosmology. They believed the afterlife mirrored the land of the living. The duality extended to the twins called the child of water and the child of sun. Even Norse mythology tells of a similar ghostly double, which is said to perform actions of a person just before they do. The spirit will often smell or sound like, or have the same voice as the original person. Now into the Scottish tales, the Orkney Islands describe mystical baby snatchers who replace real human babies with replicants. 
trowels, or mythical fairy creatures that allegedly swapped their sickly babies with healthy human babies. The replicant babies would immediately change to look exactly like the human baby and fool the poor parents until the fairy babies became ill and died. The Brenton's version and Cornish called the young cow was said to be the harvester of souls. Citing him, much like citing a twin spirit, would be an omen of certain death. Dressed in a dark cloak with a hat, scythe in hand, that sounds familiar, he would then get the newly dead to help him harvest more souls. But there were a number of creepy superstitions surrounding doppelgangers. The first we've already covered, seeing a doppelganger is a number of death. Sure. While that's not the case in all stories, there are many historical accounts that have been slightly overshadowed. But let's start with the number two biggest superstition in doppelgangers is that they give malicious advice. Doppelgangers are not your friend. Even if they don't mean your death upon just seeing them, they aren't there to help you get everything you've wanted. That perfect life, the perfect job, the perfect love. Some folklore references point to doppelgangers just being that total evil twin. Like that little devil that sits on your shoulder. They're just there to do their very best to put the most sinister ideas in your head. Just thriving on the evil double idea. Some indigenous people believe that the doppelganger is the evil version that lives in the underworld. A representation of you from the other side. There are some theories that Someone else seeing your doppelganger can mean that you're very sick, even if you don't know it. Some believe that a doppelganger spotted by a loved one is an indication that you're not in good health at all. A slightly less sinister but equally creepy theory is that a doppelganger is a ghostly double of you that lived before you did. This is mostly seen in the North mythology of Vardaga. A lot like the Egyptians, they believe the idea of everyone having a spirit double, that when you died your double would live on so long as they had somewhere to live. Otherwise you would die and lose your chance at eternal life. Is this actually why they mummified their dead, the Egyptians? They kept the body from decomposing so Ka could continue to live somewhere. That would explain those fancy tombs built like palaces perhaps. So let's talk about some doppelgangers in our more recent history. Some very iconic ones. And perhaps the most famous historical doppelganger was, surprisingly enough, Abraham Lincoln. The 16th President of the United States had a number of bizarre paranormal experiences that he wrote down in his diaries and shared with people around him. On November 9th, 1864, Lincoln told his confidant and journalist Noah Brooks the story of the time he saw his very own doppelganger. Just after Lincoln's election in 
1860, he described himself as well tired out and went home to take a rest. He was lying down opposite a bureau with a swinging glass or mirror on it, and he saw himself reflected nearly at full length. He said, and I quote, but my face, I noticed, had two separate distinct images, the tip of the nose of one being about three inches from the tip of the other. Lincoln described himself as being more than a little bothered before the illusion vanished. He went to lie down again. The being appeared. Again. He was the same but clearer, with skin five shades paler than his normal self. He got up once again and the being began to melt. Later on he described being visited a few more times and felt a little bit more put off every time he saw him. He also managed to bring him back to show his wife and became increasingly worried about it. She believed that it was a sign that his election would not see a second term. The paleness of the face was the omen that he may not live much longer. That's an amazing story to hear from a president of the United States, isn't it? Someone so distinct and recognized as a very sane person, wouldn't you say? And as history shows, he did not see that second term. And he was assassinated not long after. How about some royalty? Queen Elizabeth I was another one who saw her doppelganger. The queen who ruled from 1558 to 1603. The woman who turned the tables on the royals, refused to marry and have a child, and still held a long reign on the throne. But it is said she got to see her own death when she walked by her own corpse lying on the floor of her chambers. She described her deathly doppelganger as a pale, shriveled thing. Elizabeth was described as being a level-headed woman, but even she knew the sighting of somewhat an ominous omen could not be good. A mere few days later, early in the morning on March 24th, 1603, Queen Elizabeth died at the age of 69. She had been ill for a while. Some say she was prone to delusions at the time. But could that sighting of herself have been her doppelganger, showing her the future to come? How about another amazing woman in history? Catherine II, Empress of Russia, most popularly known as Catherine the Great, was the longest ruling female ruler of Russia. She ruled the country for 34 years, from 1762 to 1796. Most people know this period as the Golden Age of Russia. 
One night, Catherine's attendants busted into her room while she was lying in bed, telling her they had just seen her entering the throne room, despite the fact they knew she was in bed the entire time. Catherine, intrigued and probably pissed that someone was warming her seat, trying out the throne that didn't fit them, got herself out of bed and went down to the throne room to investigate. She entered the room full of rage and came face to face with someone who looked exactly like her, sitting calmly on her throne. Catherine immediately told her guards to open fire. As the guards did so, the bullets had no effect. The woman that looked exactly like Catherine the Great sitting on the throne just disappeared in front of everyone in the room. Now, there is a doppelganger story that is absolutely amazing that it was actually written down. A lot of times these rulers wouldn't want those type of things recorded in history. Maybe there is something to the idea of doppelgangers. Now what if I told you there was an instance of many people seeing a repeated doppelganger of a single person that they knew very well. Emily Saget was a Latvian school teacher in the 1800s. While she was an awesome teacher and her students loved her, she had a record of 18 different teaching jobs in 16 years. And it's not because she was such a world traveler by any means. It's actually because there was two of them. Emily was teaching at a high-profile French language private girls' school one day. And she was writing on the blackboard. As she was doing so, in a blink of an eye, seeming to be a mirror reflection, Miss Sanger's appearance in front of the class doubled and mimicked her every movement. This again happened later that evening in the dining hall where both versions of Emily appeared. This appearance of a duplicate teacher started to become more frequent, naturally creeping out most of the students that she was around. Emily was teaching in a sewing class in front of 42 girls one day when she had to step out to speak to another teacher. In this moment, as she walked from the place she was standing, a double of herself stood, turned, and stared hauntingly at the children in the class as the other Emily left the room. The strange thing is, people confronted Miss Sanger about what was happening, but she was the only one who actually never saw her doppelganger. Her colleagues saw it, the children saw it. These witnesses shared all of their moments with her. She became overcome with fatigue and the color would drain from her face when her duplicate was getting close. Eventually though, the beloved teacher, Emily was fired because her double terrified the children too much. What a bizarre account. Again, witnessed by several people. 
This phenomenon still is going on today, but isn't really looked at the same way. I'm not quite sure why. I think maybe our modern brains can't wrap our heads around it. The idea that this could be taking place. Is it a moment in time shared with ourselves from a different dimension? Is it corporeal astral projection? I don't know. I've tried to do more research on this for us today, but I can't really seem to find much out about it. It's like this type of phenomenon in history is skipped over quite a bit. That's why I kind of like these stories. They touch on the, uh, the B side of the paranormal. It just seems like people have forgotten. But how do you forget so many famous people in history having these same issues, these same moments of meeting themselves, seeing themselves? Have you ever slept and seen yourself in your own dream? I have. I'm one of those people that dream like a movie. Sometimes, though, it's very first person. Other times, I'm looking at myself. Sometimes, I interact with myself in my dreams. When doing usually menial tasks, I'm not quite sure why that is. Dreams are bizarre, but having a doppelganger is more bizarre. It would be like living the dream in the now reality. Man, that is a lot to comprehend. Some people think there's a reason for this. They can say it can be explained. Modern day medicine and science claim the phenomenon is experienced because of a head injury or maybe a mere hallucination. It is also considered to be the best result of a psychiatric phenomenon known as othroscopy. Now this is a term used in psychotherapy and neurology for the reduplicative hallucination of seeing one's own body at a distance. And it is due to schizophrenia or epilepsy. But how is that possible? Our modern interpretation. Does that mean Abraham Lincoln was schizophrenic? That Catherine the Great had neurological issues brought on by head trauma? It seems rather unlikely, doesn't it? Again, we have to make our modern mind think that things from the past don't make any sense. We were stupid then, apparently. We, we knew nothing, apparently. It's amazing we even survived. We'd probably do so much better now, according to us now. <laughs> I just love the idea that everything in our past makes no sense to modern people. It always, always blows my mind. I mean, you can find tales of doppelgangers in modern art, in classical art. Like uh, the artist Dante Rossetti, 
he produced a watercolor painting entitled How They Met Themselves. He did this in, I think it was 1860. The painting depicts a couple out for a walk in the woods, and they encounter their exact doubles. The lady collapses at the sight of it, completely distraught. The man draws a sword in defense of the evil spirits. You know, he actually painted that on his honeymoon. I wonder what they saw in the woods. And of course, we're all familiar with the writer Edgar Allan Poe. Of course, he did a lot of short stories. One of them was called William Wilson, which he published in 1800s, 1839. The story portrayed a struggle of a man to avoid submitting to his own vices. That inner torment, that battle with himself. He had a doppelganger who continually tried to keep him away from his evil ways. That was the whole point of the story. Combating his own doppelganger. Maybe they were his inner demons. But if that's the case, in the story, how could everybody else see him? Hmm. I don't know. Percy Shelley was a brilliant poet in his own right. Although he's mainly remembered as the husband of Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein. Although one would assume that Mary, the horror writer, would have been one of those to see ghosts and monsters, it was in fact Percy who was the one who witnessed doppelgangers. Shortly before Percy drowned in a sailing accident in 1812, he confessed to Mary that he had met his doppelganger many times. These confrontations included one particular haunting experience that he walked onto a terrace only to be greeted by his own doppelganger who asked him, how long do you mean to be content? As as much to say as, how long are you going to keep living? Do you think you're going to be here forever? Strangely, Percy's doppelganger was also witnessed by her close friend, Jane Williams, who saw it passing her window on a route frequently walked by the real Percy to a dead end, but never returning. The real Percy was nowhere near her. When it comes to calculating doppelganger odds, there are two situations to consider. The chance your doppelganger exists somewhere out there and the chance that you'll actually meet them. So far, no consensus has been reached. But in 2015, a professor at the University College of London told their local paper, The Telegraph, that the sheer amount of variables in play to make it possible to truly calculate the odds, that the same year However, an assistant professor at Cornell University explained to Live Science that there's only so much genetic diversity to go around. The strong resemblances are bound to show up eventually. That professor from Cornell University later that day had a photo taken on the stairs of Cornell. In that picture, you can clearly see someone who looks 
strikingly like him. Now, according to some folklore, some, the doppelgangers cast no shadow, and they have no reflections in mirrors or water. Well, if that's the case, what did Abraham Lincoln say? That's weird. So, I don't know. What's your opinion on it? Do you believe in the concept of doppelgangers? Is it just coincidence that you run into someone who appears to be exactly the same as you? What about the stories like the teacher, Miss Sanger? So many people witnessed her doppelganger. She never saw it. How is that even possible when the other stories always depict the other person seeing their doppelganger? Is it a pick and choose thing? Was it actually a doppelganger that was attached to her? Or was it a entity attached to her, taking the form of her, not technically a doppelganger, more of a malicious spirit? I don't know. It's kind of splitting hairs, I guess. All I can say is, maybe the next time you're out, and somebody comes up to you and says, Hey, you look like somebody I know. Or maybe you're out and you happen to turn the corner at a store. Lift your head up and notice you and somebody else are reaching for the same object. And in an awkward glance you realize, We look alike. That's weird. I don't think I have a brother or sister. Maybe think twice about the rest of your day. Hopefully nothing bad comes to you. And maybe you'll have some questions answered. But I would definitely take that moment to maybe ask that other person the question. Do I know you? Thank you for listening to the Paranormal Conclave again. If you've missed any of our other episodes, please go back and check them out. Like, share, do all that stuff. But thank you for listening. And as always, bye bye Thank you for listening to the Paranormal Conclave. Join us next time for another haunting discussion on the things outside our normal realm of reality and thinking. Paranormal. Gone.